There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, everyone. It's Amy Castles. You try and mimic the opening and you still get it wrong. I know. I always <laughs> mimic that, welcome to your Trey and Amy Castles show. Her lips or, are moving in the, the wrong castle. way and saying the wrong thing. Okay, we have an awesome Sorry, guest hey. today, Stacy Ellie. Hello. So, Thanks welcome. Here, you can pull the mic right. right there for you. And then you can sit back and relax. Yeah. Just Thank right you. There. We're chilling today. Okay. Yeah. So... I am so excited for you to be on the show because this is one of my favorite topics is emotions and how they're stored in the body. And this is, is that what you do? Yes. Well, I don't store them in the body. She doesn't store them. <laughs> you help so, get them out of the body. Yes. So okay. I guess, you know, we just, we always think about the nutritional stress. We think about the physical stress on our body. We think about the mental stress that we're going through. Oh, I've had a long week at work. I need to just relax and unwind this weekend. But do we ever do that with emotions? We really don't. So tell me, what is your background? Because you haven't always been in this field. No, I actually have always had the passion to help others. And what's so interesting is, is my first 
way into serving others was as a nurse. And so I graduated from nursing school back in 2015. So it was a second career for me. But my passion has always been in mental, emotional health. And when I got on nursing school, I actually worked in an acute psychiatric hospital. Whoa. So (laughs) just just rolling right on in. Oh, yeah. And so and these people were really suffering. I had to hold them down. I had to give them shots against their will. And put them in restraints and do all kinds of wild stuff. Just mentally broken. Yes. And so I realized how broken our system is in so Mm -hmm. many ways and realized that nursing was just really not the way that I could really help people. And so about four, a little over four years ago, I relocated to Texas and decided I was no longer. Thank you. I was no longer going to practice as a nurse and got started working at a holistic wellness center here and I was a neurofeedback practitioner, which is a treatment to the brain. Hold on. Neurofeedback practitioner. Where are you at? Are you still there? No. uh -uh. Okay. And so I used to work at Woodlands Natural Health, which is a company here, and I became certified in microcurrent neurofeedback. And so that is an actual frequency treatment to the brain. So when they put those things on your head? Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's a live EEG. And then they they light it up and Uh it tells you where it's missing signals and stuff? Well, it actually, what it does is it measures the brain waves in your brain. But basically, anybody who has different things going on with them, it's like your brain waves go off track. And it's a way to bring the brain back into balance. And that helps with PTSD and different things like that. But when I was working, what we were finding is, is people would get to a certain point where they would plateau. And what happened was, is it's because they had emotional stuff. They had emotional trauma that they have not dealt with. Yeah. And so they would get to a certain point, but then they couldn't get past that. Okay. And so Emotion Code came into my focus. I actually, there's a best-selling book called The Emotion Code. It was written back in like 2006. It was re-released in 2019. Okay. Okay. That's why I've heard so much more about it. Yeah. My friend Sarah Falk, she also went through the training. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it, yeah. she said it was just absolutely life changing. But just reading the book is life changing. Yes. And so, what's so fascinating about it is it's written by his name is Dr. Bradley Nelson, and he was a chiropractor by trade. But what he found is, you know, he would have patients that would come in and he would do adjustments on them, he would do their supplements, all these different things. But then, They'd call him up a day or two later and say, Doc, my back hurts again, or it's out of alignment. And he just got this download, and it was basically like, well, what if it's emotions? And so he developed this energy healing technique, which is very, very simple to do. Anybody can learn it, but you literally can release trapped emotions from the body. And so this came into my focus when I was working at this place, and I found I had a friend, a coworker who was telling me about it. I had had the book for like four or five years, but it uses muscle testing. And I'm like, what, how am I going to learn how to do that? Mm-hmm. And she literally was like, have you heard of emotion code? And I'm like, yes, I've got the flipping book it's sitting <laughs> on my shelf. It's been there for like four years. And anyway, she was like, I had the most profound session with this practitioner in Nashville. And I'm like, how was she able to do that with you when she's in Nashville? And so that just blew my mind. Mm -hmm. And so from there, I actually did several sessions with this professional. And I, at that time, for me, my mother had just passed away within six months. I had had a falling out with my father. So I felt like I lost my both of my parents within a couple of months. And I was just literally like, 
I felt like I just had this black hole in my body. I couldn't even explain it, you know, and you're just so tied up emotionally that it's like, I mean, I just, it was terrible. And she did one session with me and I literally, it's like, and cleared all of this stuff around my relationship with my father. Mm. And literally within a day or two, it was like, I just felt like something had lifted like right off of me. Yeah. And so right then and there, I'm like, I have to figure out how to do this. And so I signed up for the training. They give you six months to become certified in emotion code. And then there's a higher level certification called body code. And so I could take up to a year to get certified. I got certified in both within four and a half months because wow. I was just like, You're getting it. <laughs> I have to do this and I have just to share like, it with everybody. Jump on in. And what happened was, is at the place that I worked at, we started offering it as a service. And so with my neurofeedback patients, I could also do a motion code with them. And we were seeing some amazing stuff. Wow. Since then, I've actually started my own practice. And so I work out of my house now doing a motion code and body code. I love it. That is amazing. amazing story. Yeah. So I want to dedicate this episode to a young mama who Trey and I have mentored over the past couple of years. And a lot of times people just don't understand what someone else is going through. And they may say, you know, why don't they just go do it or go just get after it and call that job or just go, just, 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 just. And the brokenness that people are going through from the time they were, some even in utero, I feel like we all have a backpack on when we're born and it's like this backpack and some people are collecting these heavy rocks from the time they're very little. And these rocks represent the emotional traumas that we go through, whether it's abuse or neglect or some- Great analogy. You're messing me up. I'm I'm (laughs) rolling. Imagine in the backpack and fill it up with rocks. So everybody is walking around with these backpacks on. We all have them, but some people are really great at naturally having a rock go in, but that rock goes right out. But some people are so weighed down. And the medicines that- are available, sometimes just they're not going to heal you. If you need the the Vyvanse or the Ativan or the antidepressant, it's it's, numb you. it's going to numb you. It's, it's like it's like saying I have this terrible backpack on that's so heavy, but I'm just gonna take Advil. That Advil did not help you, did not alleviate the backpack that's so heavy on you. It just helped relieve the muscles so that you could keep pushing through. And mm-hmm. well, so this young lady who we mentor has an incredibly heavy backpack. And right now she needs medicine or she feels that she needs medicine. And I just encourage if you are like her, that you will do some of the uncomfortable work. You have to sit down and you've got to address it and you've got to open that backpack and start pulling those rocks out one by one. But each time that you do, you just feel lighter. You feel Mm -hmm. so light. But the next day you may feel your body's a little off. Right. Yeah. Because your body has, it's fascinating. Used to be carrying that weight. We're used to carrying the weight and we go through life and our bodies are trying to find homeostasis. Right. So you take out some of those rocks and then your body has to readjust, recalibrate. Mm-hmm. So then you go through a day where you might feel like, okay, you're not motivated. You just feel drained. Yes. You don't know. But then you're just going a little faster. You're moving better. You're, you're clarity. Mm-hmm. So when someone is carrying around these emotions, from whatever they experienced in their life. What are some examples that we can think of or that you can think of that people feel like? How does that manifest? What does that look like? Well, it can manifest in a million different ways. You know, we have a tendency to think of 
our physical body as separate than our emotional and spiritual and mental body, and everything is working in conjunction with each other. And so even if you have emotional baggage, it can manifest in a physical illness. 100%. I can't even tell you how many times, and this is me coming from a science background, right? So we think of the body as like a, a machine, right? It's like a machine. I cannot even tell you how many times I've worked with a client who's had chronic pain and I do one session with them and that pain is gone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're like, how is that even possible? Right? Because our energetic body is what animates our physical body. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's where all of that emotional stuff gets stuck. And so, you know, it can manifest in so many different ways. Emotional baggage, I see a lot. I work with a lot of people with anxiety and depression and different things like that. It triggers you, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know why I'm acting the way that I am, or I don't know why this person said this to me, but I flipped out, right? All of that, it's triggering different things. What's interesting is, is what you don't realize is, What is happening right now, even though it's triggering something, it's actually pulling up something from, you know, when you were 10, your parents got divorced or a loss or a grief or something, something you didn't process through and it's just triggering you. And so that's really what I do is we find that stuff that's triggering. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you think that certain way every single time Mm -hmm. and understand that we have to train the new neuropathways? We have to make Mm -hmm. a new path. And moving through this grassy field, it's like you've got this path that you've always taken for years and you know it's safe. You know what to expect. You can put up with whatever negativity might be on that trail because you know to expect it. But looking over off to the side, you have to make a new pathway. And at first it's uncomfortable, but you just keep going through and now it's easier and easier. Is there thoughts, feelings, emotions and how those three work in conjunction with each other to have the thought that relates to the feeling that's tied to the emotion. And if you can control the thought and understand where the feeling is coming from, you can release the emotion. Is that a... I mean, you can. I mean, but what's interesting is is there's no manual out there that teaches us how to process through our emotions in a healthy way. That's why we all have emotional baggage. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, I say this all the time. It's like we're programmed from day one to shove it down. You know, I did this with my kids. You know, if you're overreacting because you got a blue cup instead of a pink cup, Uh you're going to go in timeout or something, you know, and it's like we kind of are programmed and taught that it's not okay to be overly emotional. It's not okay to cry. How many times do you feel tears coming to the surface and you want to push that down? You're embarrassed. You don't want people to see you cry. And so there's this programming that we have where it's like we don't even know what to do. And it's like really to process through your emotions, you need to sit in it. Yeah. You need to sit in it and feel it. And understand why, what is really triggering me. But none of us do that. We don't even want to feel it. It's uncomfortable. It takes takes time. It's extremely uncomfortable too. You have to to have somebody in there in an area of trust to pull it out of you because you're not going to sit there and do it by yourself. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. That's extremely uncomfortable. That's the help of, I guess, the way y'all do things and your techniques come in. Yeah. So the young woman, the young woman who we mentor and basically have kind of adopted, what I've noticed with her is because she's had so much trauma in her life, and there are many people who are like this. They've had so much trauma in their life, but there was never any resolve from it. So their body's only natural mechanism was to just push forward and to shove it down. Mm -hmm. And so as they go through life, they are continually expecting 
things to go wrong or expecting traumatic things to happen to them along the way. And they almost look for it. So, and it's all subconscious. Yeah. And when there's times of peace, it feels uncomfortable. Yeah. And that can happen. And that happened to one of my very good friends. She was in an abusive relationship that was physical and then another abusive relationship that was verbal. Well, when she finally got out and this was, you know, over between the two of those people, it was men, it was over 21 years or so, 22 years. So when there was peace, she would have days where she would feel anxious or depressed and didn't understand why. And it's her body actually looking for what it was comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And it's like going and searching for it. Yeah, because it's all the cells know. Every cell is like, what do you say? It's like a computer. Mm-hmm. Every cell is constantly inscribing your life and how to think. And it's like, hey, what's going on here? This is way too peaceful. Hey, guys, we're going to need to call drama. in some anxiety. Yeah. We're going to need to call in some depression. <laughs> it's like, those guys Let's are just go. chilling over there. We got to get in work. Let's go. So That's Trey, That's had, true. Trey said, whenever we're addressing and we're becoming aware of these things, does it go to thought and then to feeling and then emotion and then action? But the idea is to not have the thought at all, right? The idea is to, because we're not going to constantly be slapping ourselves on the wrist, like stop that. You can't think that. Stop that. But isn't it, don't you create habitual habits? I mean, thoughts are always going to come in. Well, yes. You got to find a way to do something with that thought when it comes in, in a healthy way or a healthy pattern. Right. But your work is to help them to relieve the thoughts in the first place, right? Yeah, well, what's, it, which, way, what's, which way? Right. What's interesting <laughs> is, is I start at the emotional end, which then becomes the more that you can release the emotional baggage, the more that you're able to think more clearly. You know, what happens is, is we get to a point where we're just so triggered that we can't even control those thoughts. They're just racing. And in I can tell you, and what's interesting is, is I do get involved in more spiritual stuff too, is when you are having those types of thoughts, 99.99% of the time, those thoughts aren't even your own. Mm-hmm. There is a darker spiritual image influence involved in that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you can't even control it. It's just inundating. And it's like, if you've ever dealt with, I've had anxiety and depression in the past and you can't even like get above those thoughts. You get to a point where it's just like, you're being pounded, you know, you can't Mm -hmm. really control it. And it's like, when somebody tells you, oh, you just need to think positive. You're like, yeah, but there's this voice in my head that's telling me, I suck. I'm terrible. I'm never going to run anything. I'm not worthy. And it's just over and over and over hamster wheel. And so, you know, with the work that I do, when we start releasing a lot of these trapped energies, then it becomes we can kind of lift our vibration a little bit more so that we can start thinking more clearly. And then we can start changing our thought patterns. Right. So it is. You flipped it upside down. You're grabbing yeah. the emotion first. Yeah. Yeah. She's grabbing the emotion first. Working. And then by controlling the emotion or alleviating the emotion, it organically has the right thought. You know, I can speak to this. Right. There was. Kind of. Yeah. Sorta. Kind of. Sort of. Yes. I come up with weird analogies. So just go with it. <laughs> just say yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Crap. There was a time back in 2011 where Trey and I were very close to separating, yeah. and. Based on some things that I believed to be true in my own mind, that my own mind was telling me, I came to the conclusion that we should not be together. I literally believed wholeheartedly that that we were not meant to be together. We were just (laughs) friends. We should have never gotten married. We should have never had kids. 
and we'd just be better off separated. And I wholeheartedly believe that. I even was to the point where I was even encouraging, like, you're going to find somebody who's going to be perfect <laughs> oh, for yeah. you. This was, this was, I this was, was like a, trying to console This was like a Thursday him. afternoon on the couch. I'm like, well, this is different. Yeah, it was, it was very odd. What in the hell is going on? <laughs> and so a month went by. Where that was happening in... in that wasn't a month. It was two weeks. It was three weeks. Let's go two and a half. I'm going to say three. <laughs> yes, but, it was three. Which I know, I know dates. But anyway, regardless, I was thinking this and we go to church one day at the Ark in Conroe, actually. Mm. And yep. he says in there that the dark energies of this earth, Satan, is what he, what he said. He said, mm-hmm. Satan of this earth has no other ability to control you. He can't touch you physically. He can't. But what he can do is tell you lies in your brain. Yep. And I am not kidding. In my own trance, I in the seat, I sat there and it was like a movie played backwards. All the things and that I had envisioned in my mind that were one way, all of a sudden reversed in my head within a split second And I snapped out of this trance that I was in for weeks. And we left church and my eyes were open. I was like, oh my gosh, Trey, I don't want to get a divorce. I want to be with you forever. We were always meant to be together. It was literally a switch. Ah, she's back. And I believed that I I believed the lie. There's a long story with that, but it was crazy. It was it was just those lies were big. And, you know, a big time to attack too, I think, as a new mother or a mother who mm-hmm. just had any mom who just had a baby, your hormones, whew, It's man. a traumatic experience. It, it really is. is. Especially yeah. if you're not like out in nature with this like peaceful birds chirping and like, you know, you've got <laughs> lavender and like the wind blowing slow and a little nature like of a river and stuff. That's real. I saw it on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> there was a lady giving sounds birth amazing. and she was in a squat naked amazing. and she was catching her own baby and her husband's like playing the guitar. I was like, now that is a great birth. And then the baby comes out and is attached to the placenta and she's, the baby goes straight to the breast and she's like, oh, total hippies. That is a peaceful birth. But think about the way we give birth. And a lot of times for mothers, trauma comes out from their own childhood. It's this whole awakening experience. And Mm -hmm. for me, after my children, I had many thoughts that were dark. Yeah, they were I dark. Did too. <laughs> it was like, it was almost to the point I could feel like a whisper in my ear of lies. And I can't imagine, and thank God that was temporary because at that time, all I could do was pray. That was my only, I didn't have any of this. I didn't understand any of this. I didn't know about progesterone dropping or hormones dropping. They don't tell you that. No, they don't. But if anybody is dealing with that kind of stuff on a day-to-day basis without children, Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah. Like you're living in your own hell. Yes. Yeah, in your yeah. head. Yeah. 100%. So what does it look like when someone comes to you? You know, I have such a wide range of clients. You know, all of my sessions are done over the phone. We mm-hmm. always talk a little bit about what's going on. Like faced with Zoom or actual just... I can do Zoom, but a lot of times it's just over the phone. Okay. Yeah. What is so wild about this type of work is with energy healing, it can be done from anywhere from a distance. And sometimes that is really hard for people to kind of kind be of like, how? Around. What? Mm-hmm. But you can talk on a cell phone and right. have energy waves yeah. go through. Yeah. But we're all part of one collective 
consciousness under God. You're my brother. You're my sister. It's just mm-hmm. tapping into that connectedness. And it's mm-hmm. really through intention. Yep. You know, we have a tendency to really think that we don't have the power to do these types of things for people. But, yeah. you know, we're spirit in a meat suit and a temporary body. You in know? a meat suit. I love that. But we're I mean, we're, in a meat suit. you know, we're having a human experience on this earth, but we are spirits. And so just like our God does, we are able to create, we're able to heal, we're able to help others and those types of things. And so it's really just a way of tapping into that energy. I was just trying to do it. Anybody can do it. And you hear stories about somebody putting their hand on somebody and they're instantly healed or different things like that. Mm -hmm. All of those things are possible. If Mm -hmm. you wanted to levitate right now, you probably could. (laughs) I mean, we've kind of lost the belief that we are capable of these things. And so, yeah. That's why if someone says, I'm going to pray for you, like really do it because that energy moves through the quantum field. They can feel it. People can feel your prayers. Your prayers matter to someone else. Yeah. You know, your thought and your heart, they can feel it. Absolutely. Never underestimate it. So when someone goes to you, so they've got a backpack full of rocks and they come to you, they're not going to release all those rocks in one session. Just leave this backpack here. But you're going to help them find out their body will tell you. The body will say, okay, I want the rock down at the bottom closer to the left. I don't like that one right now. And it'll tell you which one. And that's where the client would just have to trust that whatever's supposed to come out during that session is what was supposed to come out, Yeah. right? Yeah, and usually I spend time just talking about what's at the forefront. You know, they're always coming to me with something. What's Mm -hmm. the symptom? Is it anxiety? You know, I I even have clients with chronic physical illness Mm -hmm. where they've gone to every single doctor out there and they can't figure out what's wrong with them. And they somehow end up to me. And so what's going on, whether it's my big toe hurts to I'm dealing with a loss to I have anxiety, I'm having suicidal thoughts. I've had people with stuff like that. And so we start just talking about that. You know, once I get an idea of what's at the forefront, what's really bothering them, then we start kind of digging and mm-hmm. releasing. But what's fascinating is even though you have this issue here, the stuff, the energetic stuff that we're releasing can be inherited. It can be something you absorbed. You know, we're all very empathic by nature. We're absorbing energies from others. It can be ancestral. You know, we don't realize that we pass these energies on down the line. And so I might be working with somebody, let's say, who's dealing with really bad anxiety, but the stuff we're releasing is from age three or something like that. Would you say that's inherently learned from the parent or the person they're around the influence or is it genetically downloaded to the influence? I don't necessarily. No, I get it. I get it because you know, like you can just say, like, oh, alcoholism runs in my family. But that energy was passed down, and alcoholism really wasn't passed down to you. It was the energy of it, the atmosphere of it, and then you habitually started to think that way. But ultimately, it could be all of the failure and abandonment, and all of the rejection from your ancestors for the past five generations, and that energy got passed down, and then you are prone to that. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. So. That's why you're so amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I was telling this young mama the other day. So a lot of times people like her who are in the situation that she's in where she's very alone. She aged out of foster care. Yeah. But there's still some extended family that comes after her. And, you know, she's only 24 years old and has three children. And it's amazing how 
people can be like a leech to you and learning how to say no and turn it off. And I told her, I said, I want you to imagine yourself like a beautiful rose bush, but you don't have any flowers on it. Because every time you start to grow a flower, somebody comes along and picks the damn thing. And they're just constantly like picking off petals and got buds. I do. Today. I got them. I got them. Backpacks and roses. And fields. It. Doesn't that play a role in it too? Because you could be trying to prosper and trying to free yourself. But there's the tack theory. I, we've talked about this in some of our old episodes where if you are still sitting on the tack, you can take all the medicine and do all the exercises you want to relieve that pain in your butt. But unless you just get off the tack that you're sitting on, get off the tack. So get people away from picking at your rose bush, you know, or what advice do you have for people who say they are working on themselves, but oh my gosh, their extended family or friends just use and abuse them. Well, you have to set boundaries, obviously, right? And, you know, from an energy vibrational standpoint, what happens is, is we only attract at whatever vibrational standpoint we're at, right? Mm -hmm. We only bring in where we're at. Mm -hmm. And so ultimately, is you know, equal or lower, it's usually lower or equal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, you obviously have to set boundaries. You know, there's, we learn all the time in personal growth and stuff like that. You are who you hang out with, the five mm -hmm. most people you spend time with, right? Now, unfortunately, if it's your family, it's kind of hard to set those boundaries there, but sometimes you really have to, yeah. right? Yeah. And especially when you're on a healing journey, whether it be physical, mental, emotional, et cetera, you have to really be working on yourself and you can't have this negative influence to mess with you. And so it's, you know, for me, it's boundaries. I work with people on boundaries too. Okay, good. Because that is a huge thing that somebody who's been through a lot of trauma and abuse, they don't really have boundaries or know at how all. To, or even know how to create them. Yeah. And Without guidance or Well, help. sometimes it's just you need somebody to tell you. You need to stop hanging around with these people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's okay. They're bringing you down mm -hmm. because you don't realize that when you start hanging out with people that are in a lower vibrational – I keep saying vibration because I'm always on the energy kind of realm. Mm -hmm. But when you hang out with people that are in a lower vibration, they're going to pull you down with them. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, is if you are somebody who tends to be more empathic by nature, people will be drawn to your energy anyway. Yeah. They're going to be drawn because they're going to want to dump stuff on you. Yeah. And so a lot of times it's working with people on boundaries too, for sure. That's tough. So it's real tough. someone having the goal of increasing their own vibration is always a good thing, right? I mean, yeah. I've always envisioned this. I've always wanted to have my vibration up. I've always wanted to be full of energy, but a true energy yeah. because nobody is down depressed going, man, I have so much energy. I'm depressed. Nobody's really saying that. It doesn't really go. And nobody's also going, I'm so joyful today. I feel like crap, but I'm so joyful. Nobody's doing that. But you increase your energy and your vibration by doing things like releasing their emotions with mm -hmm. your guidance, proper nutrition, mm -hmm. fresh fruits and vegetables that have mm -hmm. a very high energy. Yeah. Canned vegetables are almost dead. Essential oils, yeah. applying those to your skin provide yeah. good energy. Being out in nature and God created this earth for us to be in it and observe it and love it and enjoy it. And being out there barefoot is wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Exercise increases your energy mm -hmm. when you are 
kind of just stagnant moving through life and your only body position is sitting or laying down, there's no energy moving around. There's no blood flow. Everything gets stagnant. And then of course, the best of all, your spiritual health. And and for me and Trey too, our relationship with God is so important. And that is the biggest form of energy that you could ever get. So these things all go hand in hand too with what you're doing, because if they work with you, but then go back to their lifestyle, they just are going to keep on adding rocks back in. I mean, they can stay your client if they wanted to for 10 years, but you want to see them do well. (laughs) And yoga, I was telling my class the other day, I said, Oftentimes, you may have some emotions release in yoga. And that goes for really, it's not just yoga. It goes for exercise in general. But typically in yoga, we're stretching, we're working on flexibility, and we're working on strength. And emotions get trapped anywhere in the body, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So if you're stretching and you're working on balance and flexibility and strength, then you are sometimes releasing things and then they have a moment to come out. So let them come out. Yeah. So I got a question for you. 2018, I kind of started a new journey in really working on myself. And Mm -hmm. I actually went to a spiritual healer. I'm very familiar with what you're talking about. I don't know if the techniques are the same, but the end goal was releasing emotions and Mm -hmm. where they're tied and finding the memory or the situation in your brain from whether it was when you were born or whether it was a week ago and figuring out where and how that's attached to you Mm -hmm. physically and emotionally. Right. And I would sit with her for an hour and go through the verbal side of it. But then I would go lay in a room on a table with lights and sounds. And, you know, she would do a lot of work to move the energy through me. Mm-hmm. She had tapping technique. So it was so a like beautiful EFT. experience that I would have never been open to had I not tried everything else and I still wasn't getting the peace I needed. Right. So it's almost that same thing we talk about of if we would seek unconventional first instead of conventional, we get there a lot faster. And this may sound unconventional to a lot of people, but it's really more conventional than we could ever imagine because it was where we started. Yeah. And so I think it's amazing what you're doing and I love it. But my question, sorry, is... If I did that physically in person, right, and I spent several hours with this lady once a week, how do you do it over the phone? So, <laughs> That's so just my own. I think I know who you're referring to, but Marcia and yeah, Newman. yeah, yeah, because yeah. she's amazing. I'm oh, I love going her. to see her too. Yeah, she's and she's so my girl. her her techniques are different, and she's familiar with what I do too. Okay. What's interesting is there are so many different modalities mm-hmm. to kind of get to the same thing. Yeah, and you know what works for some people may not work for others. As far as doing it over the phone, it's really through intention. I'm tapping into your energy, and yeah. you know emotion code, when they train you, you're using muscle testing. And so if you're familiar with muscle testing, you know, if you go to your chiropractor, they'll have you hold your arm out and they press down on your arm and they're trying to find like what supplements are resonate with your body or what's going on with you. Sometimes they use it even for like diagnostic type stuff. And so I use muscle testing, but once I tune into your energy, I'm muscle testing on my body, but I'm getting answers from your mind and your body. I'll do that. Okay. And so that's the part that's kind of freaky deaky for people. People are hard to understand. Yes. Having gone through, I get it. Like I I understand exactly what you're talking about because I've felt and experienced it. Yeah. But to have never done that, it took a mind like mine that's very factual and intentional. If I can touch it and feel it, it's real. If it's not, it's not. It took me having to experience that in order to believe it. But it took me being open-minded enough to be willing to believe it if it was real to allow my brain to open up. Yeah. 
And, yeah. and that's where if anybody's listening out there, this is an amazing journey, but you have to be open-minded enough to do it. And people like you are the ones that I really love to work with. I mean, I say that like my favorite clients are men because it's really, first of all, because men are always trained to be so macho and you got to drop the ego, you really got to shove, you really got to shove it all down and you got to be strong. And and what's interesting too is, you know, a lot of men aren't in touch with their feelings and their emotions and they don't feel comfortable talking about it and different things like that. And what I love about this type of work that I do is is we're not in therapy. I mean, you can tell me I hold space for you. You can tell me anything you want. This space is yours, but I'm not going to force you to go back and relive an experience. 100%. We just want to release what what is still causing issues for you now. Yes. And so, you know, some of us don't want to go to therapy is amazing, but some of us don't want to go to counseling and therapy and go back and relive their trauma from age seven. We just want it to stop messing with us right now yeah. and messing with our relationships. Right. It's like, I don't have to tell you what happened to tell you about the fear that I had. Mm-hmm. It's not important. I don't want to tell you, but just know that I have fear in my body and it's really, really bad. Mm-hmm. I actually don't have fear in my body. I'm just giving examples. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yes, I have- I know. But, but that's the truth, right? I mean, right. it's like, it doesn't matter. You have 20 people Every one of them says that they're experiencing insecurity. They all have their different reasons. It doesn't matter. What matters is they all have the insecurity. Let's work on the insecurity. So another question, and this is the only thing I can associate with my own experience, right? Yeah. I didn't know how long it was going to last. And so we committed to three months at a time. And it was up to me, my level of commitment during that three months. And if I just said the hell with it, I'm going to open up. I'm going to be whoever I need to be in this moment that you're asking me to be and submit to that moment. Yeah. It's beautiful. So much beauty came out of it. That's the pride and the ego that has to go out the window and humble yourself to say, this is where I'm at. And if I ever want to get help, I have to rest in this moment and let somebody teach me and guide me. Mm -hmm. And that's a hard thing to do. I have a question here. So Hurry up because I keep forgetting what We I'm did scared. three months and it was like, oh, I need another three months. We did another three months and I was like, crap, I need another three months. So anyway, my journey was nine months. You need another three months. And then <laughs> shut up. And then at the, end, <laughs> at the end of the nine months, we both knew I was okay now to just, I can go out there on my own. And that's when we knew it was over. And then there were just checkpoints after that. So... Is that a common experience on that time frame, or what would you say for somebody out there? Is like, what would you say? Give me this amount of time and let's get started. Yeah, you know, I am not a person who tries to. I shouldn't say tries because I would never. You know, it's like I used to work at this holistic place, and you'd go in, and they would be like, "You need to do ten <laughs> sessions." You know what I mean? And or, she didn't do that. I asked her for that because yeah. I was like, "I need that for yeah. me." Yeah, but, but I like that you're allowing the patient or the like, client to yeah. lead the way. Got it. Yeah, okay. and now I have packages. I mean, ultimately, everybody here could benefit from a hundred sessions from me. I mean, right. you are never going to. I work on myself. <laughs> Every day. And I'm I still have not released I everything. I just imagine somebody at their 100th session, they're like finding something to release. I'm like, I don't know. You know what? I had frustration from the, when I stubbed my toe. It was fourth grade. Let's talk about it's it. It's the I last know. one to release. Let's just release. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But sorry. most of the people that come to me have a lot going on. A lot to and do. So, yeah. But at the same time, you know, I tell people, you will know. You will know if this resonates with you. You know yeah. what I mean? You are going to know. I have 
patients that are dealing with chronic illness that have been with me for a year and they do at least one. Sometimes I just had a client, she just phased out after about a year, but I was doing three sessions a week on her and her son for like a year. But they had a whole lot going on physically Mm -hmm. and emotionally. She had a whole lot of trauma from her childhood and different things like that. And so, you know, and then I have other clients that will just, they'll call me and schedule a session when they feel like they need it. Yeah. Okay. You know, they need so a maintenance it, or a tweak. What is the investment? And I say investment because it is an investment into your health and it's an investment into your relationships. So you have to think of it as an investment. I looked at it as a true investment because if my marriage is suffering or my work is suffering or my friendships are suffering or my job is suffering, that all costs me money. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not willing to look at it in, in, a, in a way of finding something for me to commit to, that was the way I had to commit. But yeah. everybody has to commit in a certain way. But I'm either going to spend it on healthcare. I'm going to spend it on yeah. supplements. I'm going to spend it with somebody. Something ain't right. We need to get it fixed. Yeah. Why'd you have to go country? I don't know. So right. what? So can you give us some examples of like what are the prices for your? Yeah. So if you book just a single session with me, Emotion Code Body Code, they're 45 minute sessions, and I charge 111 dollars. Okay. Thanks. But then I have packages of like five and ten sessions and different things like that. Yeah. I have also incorporated, and you're probably familiar with it, AOScan Mobile. Mm-hmm. And with some of my clients and different things like that. And so I have different packages for that too. And so it just depends on the client. It really okay. does. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And we're about to be finished, but I wanted to volunteer Trey information about Trey that he didn't ask to be volunteered. But I wanted to say this because you're a great example. When Trey started working- Where are we going with this? I know. When Trey started working with Marcia, he worked with her starting in August. October- Oh, it was August. Yeah. It was August 2018. But you know what happened in May 2018, just a few months prior? He quit drinking. And it wasn't like he was just getting sloshed every night. He would just have like three or four. But sometimes- I I was reaching for it every night to suppress and mask. And so that was your coping though. That was my coping. That was his coping. So when you stopped, all of that emotional stuff came to the surface. It did. Because at first he was like feeling great. He was like sobriety. You asked me a question. Okay, sorry. You talk about how you have to rest in your emotion. You have to sit with it. Yes. I needed to stop numbing myself. Right. Which was the alcohol. Yeah. And I wasn't getting drunk and I, I was just, anyway, I was masking it and numbing myself. And I was so like, I, oh, sh- ego. I said, shit, I got to sit here and rest in this and figure out what this feels like sober, if you will. And it sucked. Yes. And I was like, I can't handle what's going on in this head by myself. If this is what it's going to be, because I committed to myself not to reach to that anymore. So I can't reach to it. I'm not going to break my commitment. And I got to deal with this for six months. I was like, I'm not going to get through three. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I need to go talk to somebody. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to sit with a counselor. I don't want to sit with a psychiatrist. I don't want to be put in a cookie cutter box. And you're, I could probably tell you what you're about to tell me. Yes. And I don't want to sit there with you. I want to sit with something different that I can really truly see what the hell's going on. And that was your technique. And even though I went with Marcia, you do the same thing. And it not exactly the same. I know, but but, yeah. I, I, not, <laughs> yeah. but conceptually, <laughs> right. I guess. And yeah. and I guess for those that are listening out there, that's what it took me to finally sit down and go an unconventional route to get in my brain. And what came out of it was absolutely beautiful. So if you're doing that for people, you're saving them, you're rescuing them. You and truly are. I do Thank have you. to say, if somebody is looking at stopping whatever substance or whatever it is that they're using. Whatever it is, it could be many things. It could yeah. be sex. It could be Netflix, uh, Netflix, <laughs> drugs, Netflix. alcohol, <laughs> sex flicks. Did you say that? Netflix. Oh, okay. Where you uh, going? It, drugs, alcohol, <laughs> uh, sugar. Yeah. It could be anything. It That's could right. be anything. If you're looking to stop that, 
you've got to give it more than 30 days. We have seasons for a reason. We have spring, Mm -hmm. summer, fall, and winter. And if you quit something for a whole season, at least a whole season, two seasons would be better. You're going to, within probably about three months, you're going to, some things are going to start coming to surface. All of that stuff at the bottom of the septic tank is going to start floating up to the top. And it stinks. And, and you're, it does stink <laughs> and you're going to see it and you're going to see it floating around and it's, it's going to be ugly. It. Okay. No I know. More Sorry. Go, I'm going on allergy. <laughs> Crazy. But that's where you come in. So, uh, so how, do, how, do, how do people find you? Yep. How do they find me? Mm-hmm. They can go to my website. My website is seahealing, S-E-A hyphen healing. Okay. Seahealing at? No, no www.seahealing.com. Yeah. Okay. C-S-E-A-Healing. And where'd you get C? Why, why do you like the C or something? So, <laughs> well, I was just... Because you can see. Yes. So I have a huge affinity for water. I need to be near it all the time. But also what's interesting is is when I created my business name, I used S-E-A. So S-E is Stacey Ellie. Last name was Ascension. Stacey Ellie Ascension. Oh, okay. No way. And so that was the reason behind creating that name. Okay. I love it c-healing.com. Thank you so much for joining us today and coming on here last minute. I think it was all in God's divine purpose and timing. Thank thank you. you. Thanks for having me. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually 
supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.